Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey, welcome back to season four of Pigeon Hockey, participating member of the Hockey Podcast Network of Podcasts. This is Chris and today's co-host, Steve. How's it going, hockey fans? And you know us, we're just a couple goalies that have taken one too many pucks to the head and do not claim to be hockey experts, but simply oversells hockey fans that love to play, watch, read, and talk about hockey. So how goes life, Steve? It's going. Uh, I now have the daunting task of taking down all of my Halloween decorations outside. Um, thank goodness I did not put up a lot inside the house like I normally do. So that's one nice highlight and uh part of it though because i um i do do a nightmare before christmas little scene inside my house so that can stay up so there's not much to take down in the house so that's good that's good but outside is going to be a whole another nightmare man (laughs) so then i gotta put up the christmas stuff because uh, i'm not one of these people that believe in wait until after thanksgiving no it's way too much work, and I'm going to enjoy these lights for the next uh, month and a half. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I was more of a, a kind of a Yuletide, Christmas, like holiday decorator. Um, I put up a few things for Halloween. Nothing to the level you do. Nothing to the level you do. Um. I'm just telling then, you, uh, when I first bought a house, like we we were renting for the longest time. Um, and then when we bought a house, that was just my gateway to now I'm going to make up for all those years. And, um, you know, it's cool. Like we had this. Oh, Chris, I got to show you the pictures. I didn't share them with you, but I've got this uh, even talk, he's in our neighborhood right now directly in, in my direct one. But he's three blocks over a simple walk for us. But this guy used to be a prop director for Hollywood. God, man, the stuff he makes. And it's all by hand. Unbelievable. Like the guy's got also this great warped imagination when it comes to these decorations. It is phenomenal. And, you know, people flock to his place. Um, But there's like every year that I do these setups, people, I'll see them driving by, hammer the brakes, and then pull down and look at my decorations, right? So people seem to really love it. So I'll keep doing it every year. And I, I haven't once promoted it because I'm the type of guy that if somebody told me somebody's got some amazing decorations, I will make the drive to go check it out because I just love it. And then I know the effort that goes into it. So uh, remind me at the end of, end of this episode, I'll fire those ones over to you and you'll, you'll just be like, what the hell, man? That's unreal. Yeah, no, I've seen a lot of what you sent me a ton of pictures of uh, your decoration so far this year. And the, the thing for us, like, I like, like, 
again, that Yuletide time of year, I like being able to set up the lights and everything. And the last few years, we haven't been able to do that, man. We've been traveling or we haven't had anything. So we don't, uh, it's been years since I think the last time me and her actually set up real holiday decorations had to be, I can't tell you because when we left DC was right like a week and a half before Christmas. Um, And then in a, I guess during COVID we kind of had a kind of a Christmas. I'd say I'm trying to think, I don't think we went to, I think we just, I think because of the way that year was, we just decided not to put up any real big decorations. We set up a few things, but didn't go nuts Mm -hmm. of all the years we probably should have. And yeah, we haven't really, thinking even back before then 20 the christmas of 2018 was probably the last time when we lived in uh utah before uh, before we went back to utah like the our last christmas in utah was probably the last time we actually set up christmas decorations because i think that's when her best friend visited from uh from ottawa so yeah even when i when you guys visited i forget what time of the year wasn't that close to you yeah yeah we visited right before or right during uh i would say it was Right after Christmas week, yeah, because I think we left. We were with my brother for in New Orleans for Christmas. Yeah, and then of and course we had to drive through Texas, and that took fifteen years. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, and then, then that way, like I said, at that point we weren't doing much because we were in a rental, so I just didn't see the point. Like we put a little bit up outside and a, a tree inside, and now just for our listeners to know, I am going to be. I'm a huge fan of Wrexham Soccer Club. Got some great stories to tell about that at some point here, because uh, they're 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 a great community and great team for interacting with fans. Um, but I got a Rexmas tree to put up. I've got a Harry Potter tree to put up, um, a Darth Vader tree to put up, a regular Christmas tree to put up, and then a Doctor Seuss cat in a hat Christmas tree to put up. So uh, I go a little. Uh, I am so lost on the fact that you have five trees now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I have a tree anymore. I think we gave away our big eight footer when we left Utah. Um, oh, no, I, dude, you where you live right now, just go cut one down. You're good. <laughs> no, I think we need every tree out there we can get. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, okay, yeah, never mind. No. Go get go get that plastic tree that'll last you a two thousand years. Good idea. No, I'm not even going to do that. I don't think we're going to have trees up anymore. I don't like. I think what we did in Denmark is we got it. It didn't work out. Um, but we got a tree, a real tree that you could you know you kind of do like those. You, you take care of a tree and then you read. Guess I guess it gets planted or something. Mm-hmm. Our our tree did not survive Christmas. I don't know what the heck we did, but it's one of the few plants. Like we had plants that survived everything. I don't know how you kill an evergreen, but we did. Um, <laughs> it was, was a, a, it's a nights of too much wine and doing one for me and one for my homies and accidentally giving some to the tree. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, trees don't like wine, but uh, yeah, I don't I don't know what we what went wrong with that tree. I I don't know. But, um, no, I, I, we don't, we don't, we're not going to be able to do that this year either. Cause we're going to come back from Denmark, uh, with our stuff and we're not going to have any of our, all of our holiday stuff is in our storage unit mm-hmm. down in Utah. I do not believe we will be heading down there before the Yuletide time of year. So I don't know, man, it is what it is. Another year without decorations. Um, I'll make up for it for you, but I'll send you pictures and. Uh, you just uh, you can live vicariously through uh, Clark Griswold's Canadian twin. I've been living vicariously through people's stability for a long time. 
<laughs> well, just so you know, we're also in, in, in we we're also unstable, dude. We just uh, put on a better face. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm I'm hoping here on Vancouver Island, like I said, things will settle in. We'll be. I know we will. I mean, it's just going to take time. Uh, it's absolutely stunningly beautiful. But the with the the amount of times I've moved in in this life already, which you listeners have already gone through in three years, how many moves with me? We're really hoping that the uh, not we're really hoping um, Vancouver Island is pretty much going to be home, and I just can't wait for it to feel like it because I know that takes a while as well. I won't feel like it for if I'm lucky in the next half year I'll get there, but uh, it could take years for this place to feel like home. But uh, no, I'm excited for it. I'm I've been you know diving into the hockey uh, yeah. like uh, like I've done like I do everywhere. Um, and now you're but, back where you can watch games in real time. Oh yes. And um, not be, you know, not try to communicate at the most god awful times in the world for you and then for us. Um, great to have you uh, in my home and native land. So Canadians, uh, we all do know each other, apparently, uh, according to America. So treat my buddy Chris good out there. <laughs> and yeah, you got to be loving it. Now you get to absorb the local hockey teams as well, man. You get to get yourself involved in that. Yeah, no, I'm I'm really excited for it. I mean, I think, I mean, I've been watching the the VIJ. Uh, of course, that's a good thing about uh, hockey TV before and now Flow Hockey is you could watch all these games. And so I caught myself for a while back in even Utah watching some VIJHL games because at the time of day the Western games were better, and you had games like uh, like I remember specifically when the Lake Coach and Kraken. I think they were a newer team a few years ago, about three years back. And watching their games and again going back and forth with them and how their sound was and everything. And so, yeah, I'm excited to get into the hockey world here and and get more in depth. But that's kind of what this episode's about is um, because I'm on the island now, uh, I kind of want to start getting out to those VIJHL games and covering these VIJHL games like I did uh, so much there with the Western USPHL. And now, of course, there in Utah, the more the NCDC is, they've gone up to tier two. As as much as we're going to continue through the season covering both the Western US PHL and NCDC, we're going to be doing the same thing with the VIJHL and uh, yeah. ha- handing out those awards. And this is kind of like a backtrack episode for the September awards. Listeners, just be ready to hear out the October awards in just a few days. That episode is following up quite quickly, but uh, we didn't want to overlook those players that really did stand out in the month of September in, uh, in performance. And I will say, before we jump into this, like I said, for any of the new listeners, especially if you're new to listening to us and, and you're within the VIJHL or, or a fan of the community, our awards aren't based off of statistics alone. Statistics are important. You could be the person putting up 15 goals in a month, and you may end up on the top five list, or you may not. You could have a player with only a goal. And it's all about the the performance to play. And there are factors that with inputs, with uh, there's a there's a lot that can go into what makes a player stand out for the month. It's it's a two way game at the end of the day and playing both sides is important. But uh, if, if you disagree with these, feel free to reach out. I'd love to get more in tune with the community. But based off of the the feedback we get, based off the information we can find, based off of games watched, there's a lot of factors that go into it. These are the players just kind of stand out for the month. And that's how these uh, this episode for September and the episode for October and all those listeners that are fans of the USPHL and NCDC, same thing there. There's multiple factors. It isn't just 
stats. So that said, Steve, I think it'd be a good time for us to get into the, the VIJHL Defenders of the Month. So do tell me, my friend, who are the VIJHL Defenders of the Month for September? Yeah, so for the top five defenders of the month for the VIJHL, uh, we're going to start with number five, and that's going to be from the Comox Valley Glacier Kings, the 03 from Port Alice, British Columbia, Tyne and Klein Beekman, who had four goals and seven assists this month. At the fourth spot, we got Risto Ringma. He's from the Peninsula Panthers. He's an 05 Canadian who got an assist this month. At number three, Evan Crawford from the Peninsula Panthers as well, an 03 from Sonish, British Columbia, who got three assists this month. At number two, Jeff Johnson from the Victoria Cougars in 05 from White Walk, British Columbia, who put up a goal and three assists. All right. And who is the Pigeonhole Hockey Podcast, VIJHL Defender of the Month for September? That's going to be none other than from the Sonnets Predators, the 06 from Victoria, British Columbia, who got three goals and four assists this month, Jacob Bernardo. Honestly, the play of these guys so far has been exciting to watch. I'm slightly, again, familiar with the, the play in previous seasons, but the, seeing the new rosters they put together, catching some of these games, getting the feedback, looking at the stats. These, these five really stood out as the top five defenders. And uh, Jacob Bernardo gets our first ever VHHL Defender of the Month. Beauty. Beauty. Yeah. So, Steve, you're going to be doing the forwards. So tell our listeners about the top five VHHL forwards of the month for September. All right. So the top five goaltender torturers of the month so we've got ryan donovan he's the 04 from Kelowna, bc from the victoria cougars he had six points five goals and one assist at number four we've got logan furlong 10 points three goals seven assists he's the 07 from calgary alberta playing for the comics valley glacier kings and then coming in at number three is jasper fellbaum with four points, three goals, one assist. He's the 07 from Portnay, BC, from the Nanaimo Buccaneers. Oh, I need a Nanaimo bar. And then <laughs> at number two, Parker Klippenstein, eight points, four goals, and four helpers. He's the 03 at a Nanaimo again. Dear God, I want one. From the Cary Park Islanders. Uh, Steve, before we announce number one, I literally have Nanaimo bar sitting right in front of me. So <laughs> not to make it. <laughs> Oh, I know. Uh, it's one big win about being on this island is you're getting the best oh, in the Major big wins more. from you being on that island, buddy. Lots of good. <laughs> yeah, there's so just, honestly just looking one more at the quick beat. pause, everybody. Chris showed me the picture when he moved and was like, okay, so. <laughs> yeah. Horrible views yeah. of a beautiful lake. Horrible. Literally right, right on the Souk Basin, man. It's unbelievable oh. here. It's yeah. absolutely stunning. But let's talk about who is the Pigeon Hockey Podcast, VIJHL, Forward of the Month for September. We've got Declan Stewart, who had a hattie in his 10 points, seven goals, three assists. He's the 05 from Hawthorne, California, and playing for the Lake Coachin Kraken. Lake Coachin Kraken. I think it's Coachin. I'm not 100% sure. I, I, I never to... know with those, right? The CH. Yeah. You know, you just never know. So that one I don't know. We'll have to. Anyone have to can correct us. Yeah. yeah. I've Let's been saying Coachin for so long. If it's not that, I'm going to have to be corrected pretty frequently. <laughs> <laughs> Well, before we continue, let's talk about the sponsors for this episode, and let's start with Raycon. You know, it's that time of year, the uh, Yuletide music is starting, lights are going up, turkeys are being sold, and uh, you know what, it may be too early to start decorating for the holidays, but it's never too early to start your holiday shopping. 
Why not take care of it now before the crowds and packed calendars make shopping a total nightmare, especially when you can get some of the best deals of the season well before Black Friday. You can shop Raycon products right now and save up to 50% off because the early Black Friday sale is going on now. You've heard me talk about Raycon products before on this podcast as when I needed to switch out my headset. The Raycon earbuds were basically the best option to get out there based off the price and the quality. They met my needs. And Raycon first made a name for themselves in the audio space with products like their everyday earbuds, known for delivering high quality and thoughtful features like a 32-hour battery life and perfect in-ear fit for all-day wear and lasting comfort. And this past year, they expanded their entire business with introduction of Raycon Home and Raycon Power Tech. Their five-star reviewed Magic 180 cable allows you to charge iOS, micro USB, and Type-C devices eight times faster with 100-watt power delivery. Raycon is known for the delivery high-quality and thoughtful features at half the price of other premium tech brands, so it's no wonder its products have racked up tens of thousands of five-star reviews. To get everyone in on the holiday shopping spirit a bit early, Raycon is currently offering 20% off everything in their site with select products up to 50% off. So beat the crowds and save now. Trust me, you do not want to miss out on Raycon's early Black Friday sale. Hurry now to buyraycon.com slash THPN to get 20 to 50% off site-wide. That's buyraycon.com slash THPN to score up to 50% off Raycon products. Buyraycon.com slash THPN. We also want to thank the other sponsor for this episode, and that's going to be DraftKings. You know, the NFL season is going strong, and DraftKings Sportsbook is hooking up new customers with an offer that's even stronger. Bet five bucks on any game this week to score $200 instantly in bonus bets. And DraftKings isn't stopping there. All customers can take advantage of the sweetener offer every game day this October. In fact, if you're going to be watching the next Monday Night Football game between my Bills and the Denver Broncos, there's a 7.5 point spread there in the game so check it out and you can look at other games earlier that week heading into monday night's action but me in particular i'll be checking out monday night's action but that said get in on the game day greatness download the DraftKings sportsbook app now and use code thpn new customers can score 200 instantly in bonus bets when you bet five on the nfl that's code thpn only at DraftKings sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the nfl the crown is yours gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER visit www.1800gambler.net in New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for prom gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, licensee partner Golden Nugget, Lake Charles, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. All right, like and you that. lucked out and gave yourself the prime spot here. So, what? Uh, who are Goals. the attendees of the month at the VIJHL? Well, for the month of September, the top five attendees of the month, we're going to start with at number five from the West Shore Wolves, the 03 from Victoria, British Columbia, Benjamin Edwards, stopping 136 of the 153 shots faced this month with a 2-1-1 record. Then at number four, Ryder Lally. And I'm pretty sure it's Lally. It could be Lally. Again, reach out. This is probably a simple enough name, but a really easy name to also screw up. 
but he's the 05 from the Comox Valley Glacier Kings from Comox, BC, stopping 150 of 166 shots faced for a 904 and five games played in a 4 and 1 record. At number three from the Oceanside Generals, the 05 from Winnipeg, Manitoba, Mark Salmon. He had 182 stops on 196 shots in five games with a 3 and 2 record. At number two from the Campbell River Storm, the 04 from Powell River, British Columbia, stopping 161 of 172 shots for a 936, Nick Peters. In five games played, he had two shutouts and a 4-0-0-1 record. All right. And who is the number one spot for Tendi of the month? Number one spot for Tendi of the month for September is going to be the 05 from Medicine Hat, Alberta, from the Peninsula Panthers, Silas Curry, stopping 143 of 151 shots faced for a 9-4-7 and six games played in a 4-1 record. So congratulations, Silas Curry. You're the first ever Pigeonhole Hockey Podcast the goalie. I was going to say forward or defender, but, you know, neither of us want to be that. Goalie of the month for September. Beauty, beauty. And if I think Chris has mentioned this before, if you've got any clips of yourselves making extraordinary saves or goals on attendees, <laughs> send them on yeah. over so we can give them a view because we'll happily look them and rate them yeah so if there are any new listeners out there specifically from the island or from bc and uh you want us to watch your games more in detail reach out send us clips send us highlights uh let us know which of your games to watch uh specifically if your goalies no offense to you forwards or defenders but i'm not going to sit generally through an entire game at this point with my limited amount of time to watch your shifts We focus a lot more on goaltending at this podcast at this time. So if you're a goalie out there and you want us to watch your game, let us know which game it was. It's a lot easier for me to see you on your side of the ice during the game (laughs) and to kind of fast forward through the other action happening. So, but yeah, (laughs) you still have a great goal. And also we're biased and we happily admit it. So sorry guys. Oh yeah. That's again, if you're new to it, we're very biased. We love our goalies. We are ex goalies. And um, I'm going to try to get back into it here. Um, there's a rink out here in Souk, but there doesn't seem to be any real adult league. But uh, down in uh, Langford, there's uh, there's a couple adult leagues that I can get into. Uh, probably going to go to the Q lot and the West Shore Wolves and the Victoria Grizzlies play there. Probably going to become a pretty big Grizzlies fan here in the time that we're here. And then uh, West Shore and Sonnet seem pretty equal in distance to drive like sonic just technically only three minutes from where i'm at in distance i know they're not three minutes from each other but in terms of how where i'm driving from it's only a three minute difference between sonic and west shore so both sick jerseys but i've been eyeing down that sonic jersey for years at this point so pretty pretty excited to get into these arenas and, and watch some hockey and the other part is if you guys are new to this podcast uh chris and i have a slight jersey addiction uh we do yeah, we, we got it. You, you haven't had, you haven't had to sell yours though <laughs> yet, yet. Yeah, that yeah. number will be coming down eventually. Yeah, I've had I've had at one point I think I peaked at hundred and forty plus. It was over hundred forty. I don't think I quite hit one hundred fifty jerseys. But then uh, it was specifically during COVID that kind of became the thing of my my wife's like, okay, you don't need this many jerseys. You got to start selling off some of your stuff. So I decided on a top forty. So 40 jerseys. I know when I get my collection back here, because I've been without it now for a couple of years, when I get my collection back, because honestly, the other thing too, is I had my Sabres jersey and Capitals jersey in Denmark, but I'm just going to be honest with you. It just felt weird to wear anything that wasn't 
colorless in Denmark. Everything is very neutral tones and very rarely or do you see anybody in sports anything like if if football club copenhagen was playing then you would see the blue and white out but that's about it like only on those nights no one else wore any other time of the year so or if denmark was playing anybody you'd see the the red and white come out so um that's it one and one more quick mention and this is only because our buddy sam sent us this that shootout save by the flower oh oh that was unbelievable wow he's asking the greatest of all time baby the greatest of all time i just asking if it hurt you know watching that i'm like in my limber days it still hurt because the way that guy can move what a stretch for that save and that's why attendees send us something like and you also hear me always you know also celebrate when you make a hard shot just look easy you know it doesn't have to be the glorious spectacular saves but when you make a a hard shot look easy you get even more praise for me nothing like demeaning those snipers out there me and you started this whole podcast by just straight up talking goalie stuff so um well not really like me and you would talk goalie stuff nonstop, and then we started the podcast and we still focus a lot on goalies, but we just talked everything hockey. And uh, we always found ourselves just straight up talking to goalies because I just understand the position better. Yeah, I, you know, as a goalie, you understand everything on the ice to, you know, I don't know how I was to say to an extent, depending on your hockey, maybe you don't. I understand what makes an amazing save an amazing save, which is why last year I think I had over 500 saves saved and only just under 200 goals because i i get it like okay you scored what looks like a pretty goal i don't i'm not a goal scorer i'm not a defender i don't play out in that position and and i know what can beat me like which is a lot but i don't see the much beauty in in a goal as i do a save because i know you know when you when you get that wild two on or something like what what flower power did there i know what it takes to make that save and i don't have it but he does (laughs) You know, and uh, it, you know that's that's the stuff that stands out. That's uh, look back at our Instagram listeners and, and check out our saves of the year and our TikTok clips and everything else. Well, we post out there, and and hopefully as as things settle down here on Vancouver Island, we can get back to that and then start posting some great clips throughout the year. I know we were making in the beginning of the year some great strides with with a lot of videos, and I did save a lot of clips that at this point have gotten featured only because we decided to. Not we, but I just didn't have the time to keep watching games, so didn't seem worthwhile to post a lot of that stuff. But if you, if you listeners out there, you want us to watch your games, let us know. We we'd love to watch them. But uh, and, and we'll still say that to the forwards or the defenders, right? Like absolutely, you, you always get props from a defender if you make a really good play. Um, if you shove a player on top of your goalie, I will crap on you for the rest of your life. Um, so just be warned. And even players like you get a good snipe or a good heads up play, send it to us too. Cause you'll, you, you'll, you'll hear the compliments, but yeah, we'll still be biased towards attendees. Just, uh, oh, we're still going to be biased towards attendee, but, uh, yeah, if you got a great goal out there, you just make a great play. I mean, one of the best plays, if I don't recall, it was, for, well, the team no longer exists, but the Northern Colorado Eagles, they were in the USPHL last year, but I think it was even the year before that one. I'm trying to think of the defender that just made such a, i mean he saved a goal he 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 lost his edge and it's just a heads up xavier i want to say it was xavier fortin uh was with the northern colorado eagles he lost his edge and he was on the ice and 
the other guy had a clear breakaway. Whoever they were playing, I don't recall, might have been Ogden, had a clear breakaway. He somehow still not only regained control of the puck, but made an off the boards pass after losing his edge on his ass, still making the play happen. I mean, it was such a smart, just a smudge. It was just great play. And so plays like that, send us that shit. I love that stuff. I love smart hockey plays. And you know what? Who else does scouts? And and hopefully, uh, well, actually, we will be having a scout come on here in the next couple of weeks. So be out and listen for that. He's been on before, so listen for me. It's going to be uh, uh, Gregor Biggs from the New Jersey Titans in the Null. And, uh, you know, we'll be catching up with him and, and asking him some uh, new questions about uh, his role. And, you know, especially him as a scout, so what he's looking for from you Tier 3 players that are looking to make it to Tier 2 and maybe even farther. So... Be sure to listen out for that one. But also make sure to listen out for the next episode, only dropping in a few days. That's going to be the October VIJHL standouts of the month. So give it a listen. And until then, this is probably a great place to wrap it up, Steve. What you thinking? Indeed. So we want to thank all of you listeners for tuning in. Be sure to reach out and follow us on social media to stay up to date. This is the Pigeon Hockey Podcast with Chris and Steve. Have a great one, hockey fans. And remember, listeners, always clear your crease.